Welcome to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. We're actually saying that there is less and less purchases on the market, especially investors who are willing to really, really dip their feet in the market, I suppose you can say. Today, ANZ's David Outshawn chats to VIMG's Joe Kugis and ANZ economist Daniel Gradwell about the increasingly two-speed property market. We hope you enjoy the discussion. Gents, thanks for joining me today. Daniel, I might start with you. Uh, what key themes are you seeing that, uh, that is presented out of this survey? Yeah, sure. So probably the most interesting bit for us is this divergence that we're seeing between the residential sector and other commercial property segments. Uh, we've seen a pretty sharp collapse in uh, confidence around the residential sector, and that's consistent with most of the data that you're probably familiar with in terms of falling prices, weaker clearance rates, and housing credits starting to dry up as well. Uh, but on the other hand, the good news from the survey is that confidence in the commercial property sector uh, is sitting at very high levels, actually the highest since the survey started about seven or eight years ago. So that's pretty encouraging and we're seeing some real strong growth there in sectors like industrial property and the tourism sector in particular. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, clearly there's a lot of talk about residential in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Joe, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, sure. Look, we're actually saying that there, um, there is less and less purchases on the market, especially especially investors who are willing to um, really, really dip their feet in the market, I suppose you can say. And um, we're actually struggling to get them on board to come and purchase, like, you no know, stock. Um, we're finding that there is a lot of, a lot of um, owner-occupiers in the market. Um, and they want and they want a certain amount of stock, and certainly we're not having any sort of issues, you know, with them. But there is this underlying questions whether they are going to get going to get the funding, you know, for their project. Um, so, so yeah, look, it's um, we're actually finding there's there's a quite a bit of a mix out there, you know. Consumer sentiment is really, really down at the moment, though. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay, that's interesting. And, and Daniel mentioned a little bit of a uh, positive sentiment in the sectors other than residential. Is that something you're noticing as well? Yeah. Look, commercial has been strong for the past two years or so. So anything, anything within hotel, service departments, retail, commercial office has certainly been very, very strong. We don't tend to go into those markets very, very much. We mainly mainly focus within that residential space. Yeah, look, I'd agree with that. I mean, I think certainly at ANZ, we're still funding a lot of residential projects, but there's no doubt that the market has changed a little bit over the last sort of 12 months or so. Yeah, it has changed uh, quite a bit, but, but, but yeah, again, look, you know, we're finding that, that, that although it's slow in the okay, Kalakana one area, there is quite a bit of opportunities in in Akalaka and some other areas. So so yeah, and, and and I think they're going to come to the forefront in the next like in a year or two. And I think guys, it's probably all about just making sure you're building the right product and, and being relevant in the current market, right? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and I think that's a good point, and that's something we talk about quite a bit in the sense that there's markets within markets. Mm. So even though we're seeing prices in places like Sydney and to a lesser extent Melbourne are dropping off at the moment, 
that's not consistent across all of Australia. Plenty of other capital cities, and especially some of the regional areas, are still performing very well at the moment. Agreed, yeah. And certainly here in Melbourne, there's been a shift over the last 12 months or so away from that investor product to the owner-occupier stock, and that's still holding up quite well. To your point, Joe, I mean, it, it is still challenging to get some sales, and it takes a little longer than perhaps it did a few years ago, but that market seems to still be there. Yeah, no, without a doubt, it is there. Um, it's costing us a lot more for the sales as well. Sure. Um, but but certainly, you know, there is sales to be made, like, you know, without a doubt. Mm. Yep. And Joe, so you mentioned before a little bit about uh, the availability of credit in the marketplace, and, and that's both on the uh, commercial side in, in terms of funding developers and also on the residential side for end purchases. Have you noticed a, a change in sentiment there or a tightening of credit over, say, the last six to 12 months? Oh, yes, 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 without a doubt. We're actually seeing that um, a lot of purchasers are struggling to, to get, okay, look, you know, finance, whether, whether it's through the first tiers or, or um, second tiers. And we're finding a lot of purchases are now going through to the third tier lenders. Um, and they're offering interest rates anywhere between six and six and seven and a half percent, like, you know, let's say. Um, a lot of purchases are actually saying, well, no, look, you know, we're just not going to go forward with that. You know, yeah. we'd rather, okay, like, uh, lose our money than have to go forward and, and pay pay seven and a half percent interest. Right. Um, other to that, they have got exorbitant um, exorbitant um, application fees, which can cost them four, five, six thousand dollars. So they're pretty much like you know, stopping at that point and saying, no, guys, look, you know, we're just not going to go forward like, you know, with the settlement anymore. Um, but again, it's very, very small. So we tend to work with our, with our purchases about a year out from the settlement to ensure that they can get their funding. Mm. So that's really, really critical for us. So we now outsource all of our settlements to, say, to say like you know property settlement solutions um, who come in work work with all of our purchases work you know, with the real estate agents to ensure that we can get finance for them sure and daniel the report touched on that as well exactly yeah so it's not just your experience joe this is consistent with everyone that we're seeing from the survey so the property council surveys about 2,000 firms nationwide and probably the major takeaway from this quarter's release is that those respondents overwhelmingly expect credit conditions to get tighter over the next 12 months um, and actually their outlook for the next year is the weakest that it's ever been. So we know that uh, first of all APRA, the macro prudential regulator, has been making changes and the banks have started to implement those over the last couple of years as well uh, but firms here are pretty clearly saying that they expect that to continue going forward as well and probably the two main points of that is that if we're thinking about prices most of the recent weakness in that story around Sydney and Melbourne we think is being driven by that tighter credit mm. that's limiting how much people can borrow and whether they can actually get the funding at all as you alluded to earlier. Probably the second thing to point out though is around the construction side. Mm. So back in 2015-16 uh, the ANZ Property Council survey was reporting uh, a pretty 
sharp deterioration in the availability of credit as well. And that was a really good leading indicator of where building approvals went over the next year or two. And we think that's going to be the case this time around as well. So we know that building approvals have been sitting at very high levels uh, over the last couple of years, but we don't think that's going to continue. Um, having said that though, there's still this pretty strong backlog of work already under construction, um, and that's going to keep your overall housing investment at pretty high levels for some time to come. Uh, but certainly we think we're around about the peak mm. in that cycle at the moment. Yeah, I tend to agree with that, especially since you've, we've got some very, very strong fundamentals in, in like, you know, the economy. Um, unemployment's very low. Um, we're getting a huge amount of immigration through as well. Um, so I think, I, I think these underlying factors um, are just going to keep on supporting through okay, the um, housing economy. Yep, I think that's right. And one of my fun facts at the moment is that Victoria's population growth last year mm. uh, was actually the strongest since the gold rush in the 1850s. Yeah, wow. So I think that puts into perspective just how strong that uh, immigration, as you said, is. Um, but it's not just immigration, though. There's also pretty strong interstate flows coming back into Victoria at the moment, um, especially from the mining regions as people lose their jobs up there and they have to go looking for work yeah. elsewhere and all of that's funneling a lot of people into Victoria and Melbourne in particular. So what about build to rent then guys? I mean housing affordability is a bit of an issue, we all know that and build to rent's a hot topic that's been discussed a lot in Australia over the last say 12 months. Uh, still a really embryonic um, asset class here in Australia, very popular in, in Europe and the US. Do you think it's got legs here and, and what would it take to, to actually really get off the ground? At ANZ, one of the things that we care about is around housing affordability, and probably one avenue of that that gets a lot of attention is house prices, but that's not all there is to it as well. You know, your rental affordability is very important for a large part of the country as well, uh, and we've seen there that rents are at relatively high levels uh, at the moment, especially in some of those capital cities. So when we're thinking about the overall package of housing affordability, it comes back to those supply versus demand dynamics. And what we're seeing at the moment, especially as uh, we're having strong population growth, but the flip side of that is that we're having uh, a retreat of foreign purchases coming into Australia. Now, the good thing about having that foreign investment is that it does help to expand the supply of housing. So if that's being taken away over the next couple of years, you're looking for different channels to kind of fill that void and address that ongoing population uh, that we just mentioned before. So I think the build to rent model has a pretty important part to play in addressing that increase in supply uh, going forward. I'd agree with that as well. Like it's, 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 a, um, it's a class of asset that we are actively looking into mm. at the moment. And it's certainly a class that um, the IMG is looking to explore into in the next, in the next like, you know, one or two years. I'm not too sure if there's anybody out there though who has successfully okay, like, you know, modelled it yet I think that's over right. here in Australia. In Australia. Mm. I think there's a couple of property developers who are really, really looking into it now, um, but, but I'm just not sure about the uh, success rate of it mm. just yet. Because it requires a bit of a change in mindset, doesn't it? Especially for the people that are going to yes. occupy the product at the end as well. Yeah. I suppose in Australia we're not really used to things like long-term leases, no, whether it's no, three, no. five, or more years. Yeah. And I think, and I think, like, you know, one important factor as well is the is the is the Australian dream is to own a home. Yeah. Mm. 
and and I don't think we have gotten past that yet. Mm. It may take another generation. It may take another generation. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Look, build to rent is certainly something that ANZ and, and other financiers are absolutely looking at, and, and housing affordability is important to us. So it's something we're continuing to work through. But I, I'd agree with the sentiment that it's it's not quite there yet. Not quite there. It, yet. it may evolve over time. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for your time today. I think Thank that you. was great. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks, Thank Joe. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod.